guys, welcome to my new podcast. My name is Anna and this is the Anna Dive Show. You guys know me online as My Planted Kitchen. But I had a recent rebrand and I decided uh, the one of the best ways to reach out and to connect with all of you is through a podcast. So here we are and this is a podcast where you're going to learn tips, shortcuts, expert advice to create an amazingly, ridiculously abundant, fun-filled life. So uh, let me tell you a little bit about myself. I am an author. I am an entrepreneur. I am a culinary nutrition expert. I am, uh, what else am I? I'm a mom. I'm a mom of three. And um, another thing about me, I think, is I'm an extrovert introvert. So I'm the kind of person who at a party, yeah, I'm there making jokes, you know. And two hours later, I'm looking at my watch like uh, I need to go recharge in my space. <laughs> so that is me. Before we go further, I just want to thank you guys so much for taking the time out of your busy schedules to watch and listen to this episode. Honestly, if you are close to me, I'd hug you right now. I'm so, so excited. Um, thank you so much. So why have I started this podcast? I think uh, for me, this is a way to share the knowledge that I have learned through the years as I was leveling up my health and my fitness and, you know, losing the weight. I lost, um, I lost quite a lot of weight within, within the years. And particularly, I think one period I lost 30 kilos within a year. That's about 66 pounds. Um, and I got fitter. I've gone through my motherhood journey, just figuring that out, figuring business out, career and relationships, right? But also, I think there's a side of me that I also want to share and relate with you guys more. You know, that's the personal struggles, the rock bottom moments, the, the failed businesses, failed relationships and, and just struggles that I've gone through. And I think the one rock bottom moment I can think about really was when I was 29, right? And this time I was... Uh, a mom of two under two. That was a crazy, crazy time, right? And I was incredibly overweight. And I tell this story a lot, right? That was my 30-30 moment. And that was the point that I started this, um, this journey, my planted kitchen and the entire blog. What I normally don't share was that I had just gone through a failed business that time. I had sunk a lot of money into an interior deco business that failed miserably. I was broke at that time. And uh, on top of that, our marriage at that point was going through so much insane conflict, right? So th those are the things that were going on behind the scenes. And I remember that birthday eve, I was there with my cup of tea. I just put my babies to bed and I sat on the couch, couch like this. And I just started bawling. I wondered how did I get here? I was so overweight. I was so unhappy. I was so broke, like everything. The only thing I could say I was doing right was being a mom. And I wondered, will I turn 30? And that's the only accolade I have in my life, just being a mom. And um, I just thought through everything and I decided, you know what? If I don't get myself up from this point, I'm going to go into depression, right? I don't know if you guys have watched the movie The Maid. 
And it's about this lady who tries to leave an abusive relationship and she, she just goes through her rock bottom moment and is trying to get herself up. And she, there's a scene, there's a particular scene, because I think of myself, whenever I see that scene, I remember that time. She's on the couch, and the couch, they, they do these graphics, and the couch is like a deep hole with vines and everything, and she's there curled up, and she just can't get out. That, that is a picture of depression. <laughs> and that's where I was headed if I didn't make a decision at that point. So I can't control the failed business. That was a done deal. I can't control that. Uh, I didn't really have a career then. I couldn't control. I can't control another person. So the only thing I could control was the weight, right? And so I decided, you know what? I'm just gonna make a huge audacious goal. I am going to lose 30 kilos by the time I am 30 the following year. Right. And it sounded even ridiculous to myself. Like, I mean, how crazy does that sound? So I called my sister. I called a friend of mine and I was like, yeah, uh, by next year, I'm going to lose 30 kilos uh, when I'm 30 in a year. And they're like, uh huh. Yeah. So they were like, we don't want to see you get disappointed. Just set realistic goals. OK. And I was like, no, if I don't hit it hard, I know myself. I'll overthink and I will not do it. So I, I, I started slowly. I remember one of my comfort foods at that time to soothe the pain of all the stresses was digestives. And a particular type of digestive, it was um, the Nakumat Blue Label digestives when Nakumat was still there. I have never met or I have never tasted digestives that, like those digestives. I mean, they were the perfect balance of salty and sweet, crunchy and soft. Like, they were perfect. And every time somebody would go to Nakumat, I would send them. And it was very easy for me to eat half a packet. Like, it was so simple. With every cup of tea, you know how at that time when you're breastfeeding, you tell yourself, oh, I need to have a cup of tea, digestives. And a cup of tea, digestives. So I told myself, this is, this is an easy go. It's a low-hanging fruit. So let me start with that. So I started with that, and at that time I was, I think, 108. I weighed myself one week later, I was 107. Like, I couldn't believe it, just from taking care of the digestive habit. And I was like, you know what? This is amazing. Let's find another low-hanging fruit for me to work with. So my mom-in-law used to live very close to us that time, right? And she would make, like, the best chapatis ever they were white they were sweet they were they were soft they were just amazing and because yeah you know her grandkids are small she's trying to take care of me her way of passing time was making chapatis and bringing them to me so sweet and she would even just make sure i have like two with tea as she has brought them she gives me two you know just just have some and I mean, I would go through four easily, you know, between tea and, and, and dinner, subconsciously just going through them because they were so good. And that was the next one. And I had to manage her. You know, that's the thing when you're making a change, not everybody will understand your vision or where you want to go. So you have to find a way to manage them, have much, 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 much less of what they're offering or trying to, you know, treat you to. So, so that was the next one. And I did that and I lost more. It was 
just mind-blowing. And I continued that way. And those little, to me, they were bold moves because making changes is hard. So those little moves brought around a cascade of more little moves, right? But here's the thing, guys. It's not that I didn't have failure within my journey. I had so much failure. There are times where, okay, my emotions got the best of me and I would go and binge through a bugger, right? Or I would just dive into a cake and forget that, yeah, I'm on a diet. But here's the thing. I was learning so much from those mistakes. So even when you're in your uh, weight loss journey and you feel like, oh, I couldn't keep up. Uh, I couldn't watch what I was eating during that work meeting. I couldn't just remember that's an opportunity for you to learn what to do next time. So yes, fail, but take inventory of how, of what you're going to do better next time. So I failed so much, but, but here's the amazing thing. By the time I was turning 30 the following year, I looked at myself in the mirror and I could not believe who I was seeing. Guys. I had lost not just 30, but 32 kilos within that one year. It was insane. It was, it was, it was the best gift I think I could give myself at 30. Not, not, the, not the weight loss per se. It's just that I set for myself a goal. I focused through it and I saw it through. And I became a better person after that. And being able to conquer your body, your mind, your emotions is incredible. Like there is nothing you cannot do after losing a massive amount of weight. You get such laser sharp focus. And even with businesses, I'm telling you, I was not deterred. Although that first uh, failure could have scarred me for life. So what I did is I decided to go again and again and I failed and I failed <laughs> and I failed. I failed so many times after that. There were ideas that started, didn't take off. There are those that I put in a lot of money, got into the wrong kind of partnerships. Guys, I mean, failure is part of the journey, Right. But I can say I did pretty well for myself over the years because I was able to author a book. Um, I was able to create a, a successful online business, a brand, a, a flour business. Um, I, you know, I have a gluten free flour that makes the best chapatis and mandazis south of Sahara. Yes. And it's gluten free. So th those are businesses that I'm proud of. But I'm also grateful in a sense i'm grateful for the failures because there is no success without failure listen guys i am now comfortable with failure i've gotten to a point in my life i am comfortable with failure and the quicker i fail the quicker i'm able to sit down with a piece of paper and figure out what did i do wrong like what could i have done better here how could I improve myself? And which are the things that I need to learn to grow so that I don't make these mistakes again? So quitting is not an option. Michelle Obama says, um, so I love one of these quotes by Michelle Obama. And she says, failure is an important part of your growth. Don't be afraid to fail. It, I don't think there's a successful person 
who didn't fail over and over again. And one of my favorite people, the late Wangari Madai, the Nobel laureate, right? She says, um, what seems as fearlessness is just persistence. That's what she said. And I was reading her book. I was reading her story. And I was just amazed. I was amazed by this amazing... She's so strong. She's so bold. She, I feel like she's the type of person, she was the type of person who failure and setbacks fueled her, you know? And I feel I'm a bit like that. You know, when you tell me no, or you tell me that's not possible, you can't do it. Hey, hey, you have added fuel to the fire. Now is when I will tell myself I have got to try this. Of course, with critical thinking and doing a little bit of research. And I was reading her story in 1977. Um, she went to, she started her venture, right? She, she didn't even know she, she would call it the Green Belt Movement. And she went to the agricultural show. And she set up a booth and she put up her trees, you know, her tree seedlings. And she sat there waiting for people. And she was so passionately talking to them about trees. And she could see, you know, going from college, going back to her home in Nyeri, she could see the impact of tree cutting, you know, very early on. And the streams and the rivers that she used to know as a little girl growing up had dried up. And she was like, yo, there's a problem. Guys, let's be woke. Let's start planting trees. So, so guys would show interest at her booth here at the agricultural show, but Guess what? In her first venture, nobody signed up. None. Zero. And I was thinking, I mean, she was quite young then. It would have been easy to say, okay, this thing is not for me. Let me go out there, do other things. Um, you know, it, it's not for me. She would have given up at that point. But she kept persisting. And in 1979, she formed the Green Belt Movement. And it wasn't until, I think, 1983 or 84 that she got her big break, which was a funding by the UN to the Green Belt Movement. And her story goes on uh, about her setbacks, her trials, and that, you know, what seemed to be a failed start can be such a success story if you don't give up. That's the thing. That's the key, guys. So sometimes you may feel like, I don't know what I'm doing. Yo, who knows what they're doing? <laughs> a lot of us are figuring out as we are going. We are learning. We are continuing to improve our knowledge. You know, when Donald Trump was asked, what's the one thing he would tell inter entrepreneurs? One word, one word. And you think it would be hard work, networks, uh, capital, a lot of capital, or I don't know, brains. No, he said knowledge, knowledge. Like just Keep working on your knowledge every single day. Keep grabbing that book. Keep watching those documentaries. Keep surrounding yourselves with the right people. I think one of the questions we need to ask ourselves if we want to see changes and success is what, what do I need to, uh, to learn as a skill? Uh, who do I need to start hanging around with? That's a big one because... They say, the, uh, show me your friends and I'll show you who you are. And um, that's, that's the thing, you know, you, you have to make some changes if you want to keep going forward. So quitting 
is not an option. Let me tell you what is failure. Failure is quitting before you've even tried. Failure is not trying, right? But there are instances where quitting makes sense because you may need to quit something to pursue what is really meant to be yours, right? And that's the instance where now you just have to go with your gut. Sometimes you just have to go with your gut because you could tell something, you, you could share your dream, your goal with somebody and because that vision and that dream wasn't given to them, they won't understand it. They won't buy into it. So be careful also. Who are you sharing your, your, your big moments with? Because share your dream with a small-minded person and that's the quickest way to kill it. And... Here's the thing, guys. Fabulous is just around the corner. I have just shared my failure to Fabulous. I'm still on the journey to, to Fabulous, let's just say. But um, your Fabulous is just around the corner. And the quicker you start failing, because, yeah, it's part of the journey. We've talked about that. Don't overthink and get too scared. The quicker you do that and you start taking notes, the quicker you are to achieving the goal and the successful life that you want. And this is the one thing, the one thing I will challenge you guys. If you've got to remember anything out of this podcast, it's this. Start before you're ready. Start before you're ready. You will never be fully ready. You will never have a perfect moment. Just jump just jump the way i'm jumping into this podcast which i'm really liking so much so far and um if you've liked it if you've liked this episode please write to me uh on all my socials anna dives and let me know what is it that really resonated with you when it comes to this episode and and let me know what kind of topics you think i should be covering you know in this podcast I cannot wait to engage and connect because I think this is the place I'm really going to start growing. Um, the big community that I've always envisioned and, and getting to know you guys as you get to know me better. There's, there's a whole lot to me than what you probably have been seeing on social media. This episode has been sponsored by the Jasiri Planner. If you're the kind of person who loves lists, who loves to be on top of everything, get organized, know what you're eating, know what exercises you have planned for your entire week, then this is a planner for you. It's a simple, convenient one-year system that can help you put your goals into perspective, break them down into tasks, and track that throughout the year. So if you want a planner, please reach out to me on all my socials. I'm Anna Dives, D-I-V-E-S. And also, I want to thank Semabox so much for helping put this uh, to life. They did the production for this um, podcast. If you want to know more about them, visit their website, semabox.net or semabox on all their socials. That is it, guys. Thank you so much for uh, watching and listening. Look out for an episode dropping every Friday on YouTube and on all the podcast platforms out there we are on google Podcasts, we are on ipodcast we are on Castbox. just to make sure to listen and if you really like it just tell a friend of a friend okay thank you